D is for distraction. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions, as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership, as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hi everyone. Today we're talking about distractions. What are they? How do they affect our relationships? And what we can do about them. Hi everyone. Distractions. Distractions come in a lot of different forms. Probably the one which is most relevant to us at the moment is technology to phones and iPads, any form of screens. They can be things like social media, games, gambling, Netflix, porn. There's a whole range of things that can be a distraction in our modern lives. Yeah, that's the one that seems to be the problem, social media or or tech. There's also other distractions like alcohol, drugs, binge eating, activities like overworking and the gym. They're distractions that people seem to get wound up in. And I think we've seen before we've gone out to dinner and there's a couple sitting at a table and they're both on their phones, what seems like the whole meal, and they don't really take any notice of each other. It seems like they're just in their own little bubble there, messaging and communicating with people who aren't in that space, who are somewhere else. It's interesting, I was reading a study that said one in five people in relationships feel that they are neglected in the relationship. And for what reason? Because their partner is distracted by other things. They feel lonely, isolated and disconnected. As you would. The interesting thing about phones, this is really pertinent right now because we carry our phones everywhere we carry this piece of technology which allows us to work and play wherever we are but there doesn't seem to be a lot of guidelines in relationships about how and when we use them so true and it's almost like a lot of these distractions are ultimately distracting us from not dealing with something bigger if you were out and about and you were having dinner together It's almost like it's become an acceptable distraction, whereas a lot of other distractions are less acceptable. Yeah, and I think because we sort of assume that why not be on our phones? You know, there might be something important there. We might look on there to check a message and then there's an email and then we get caught up in it without realising that there's a person sitting there. One of the saddest things to see is a couple out for dinner and one person's on their phone and the other one's not on their phone, they just look really lonely sitting there watching the other person swipe away. It's And before you know it, it's 10 minutes later and they've disengaged from the, that person in the conversation. And the thing is with phones is it's like carrying your laptop around because you can do everything on them. You know, might just, oh, oh, look, I've got a message, so I'll quickly respond to that. But, oh, I'll check my email. Whereas you wouldn't, like, quickly whip out your laptop at dinner and start, you know... <laughs> responding to messages whereas you can it, it and the, the your phone has become like a laptop that you carry around because you can do everything on it that you can on your laptop 
It's interesting. When you have a, a family sitting down to watch a movie together, then it's a shared experience. But when everyone's doing their own thing, you know, someone's on their phone, someone's on an iPad, someone's gaming, then everyone's living their own separate experience and there's no connection there whatsoever. There's nothing to talk about as well. Have you had that experience when you're out for coffee or dinner and someone has been overly engaged in there? Yes, I have a friend who uh, is always on his phone, constantly Instagramming and constantly checking things. Though once we went out for dinner and I said, oh, let's, let's try this challenge. We'll put our phones in the middle of the table. And the first person to pick up their phone pays for lunch. Pretty much within about five minutes, he goes, I'm okay with paying for lunch. And he grabbed his phone. He couldn't even leave it there for the whole meal. Oh, wow. That's pretty addicted. Personally, I felt like... I didn't need to be there. He wasn't that interested in catching up or chatting to me. That that phone was more important. I felt a bit devalued. Yeah, I felt like I felt a bit devalued. I felt like I wasn't really wasn't really worth my time showing up and having a chat and hanging out. How does it affect relationships? I like your point before that you said that it can be used as a way to not actually connect with each other. You might use it as a tool for distraction on purpose. You don't want to deal with something happening in the relationship. So it's easier just to pick up your phone and just tune out for a while. That way things don't get resolved. In one way, it's a way of not dealing with an issue in the relationship. And that's true, like you said, it could be distracting from a bigger thing you need to deal with in the relationship. But also, uh, I think a lot of the time it's actually people have psychological discomfort they haven't dealt with. Keeps them kind of addicted and distracted by these things. You know, they might be feeling anxious, feeling restless or nervous. It's become such a habit to just pick up your phone and get distracted by it. You're feeling a little bit unsettled, you know, what messages or what can I swipe or look at just to distract myself for a while. And then relationships just drift apart because everyone's in their own little world doing their own thing, not speaking to each other. And there's so many other things that happen in, you know, in our worlds that can take time from our relationships, whether it's kids or work but when we actually don't give our relationships the attention they deserve they're not going to work they're not going to be as deep and as loving and as connected as we might like yeah it leaves people feeling very lonely and isolated and disconnected being able to sit and chat with each other every day which we've spoken before as a way to stay connected so phones can be really damaging to relationships We know that texting while driving can be really dangerous in the short term, but texting while being in partnership or socialising or having time together can actually be damaging in the long term. I feel it creates a sense of disconnection and for the person who's sitting there while their partner's on their phone, texting, checking their Instagram, checking their Facebook feed, that other person probably doesn't feel very worthy of their attention. Not that interesting. This creates a distance between partners. As they spend less time together and less time connected together and even talking together, they start to understand each other less. This is very damaging for relationships because we know that messages and likes and loves and comments release a dopamine hit every time you look at them. So it's very, very addictive. This is a massive problem for relationships, actually. It really goes to the heart of us being in relationship is 
about having a deep connection with someone. And as soon as the phone's on the table, even the research has shown that looking at your phone for three seconds doubles the amount of mistakes you might make at work. When we're looking towards our phone, we're looking away from our partner. That's right. So this might be you. You might actually be realising and the realisation, the acknowledgement that there's a problem and that you're doing a lot probably comes first. You have to be a bit aware of yourself. This is what you do, that you tend to have to go for your phone. You have to pick up your phone all the time in circumstances where it's just your partner and you together. Rather than you finding a way to connect with each other, you're keeping busy doing something else. If you don't think that's you, then you can always check on your phone and see how much time you spend on your phone. Yeah, that's always uh, enlightening. Yeah, because if you look <laughs> at the phone and find out you're like, oh, I've spent four hours on my phone today. I wonder how long I've actually spoken with my partner for. Yeah. Or my kids. Instant understanding of our priorities and where our priorities are sitting at the moment. That's right. And sometimes we think, oh, we only work, you know, a certain amount of hours a day. But if you actually look at your phone, you're probably continually working through the night doing stuff, aren't you? So, you know, it's that realisation that actually you're probably putting in more hours than you think because it's so convenient. Like we said before, it's like carrying your laptop around continually in your pocket. Yeah, I find that I do that, that I'll just notice an email and I'll go and check it because it could be something to do with work and then I might just do that and then I'll go down that rabbit warren of getting things done when I should just set a limit and go, okay, I'll be looking at my emails between this time and this time and then not at all for the rest of the day. I think we get into this mindset too that we have to be contactable continually. Like heaven forbid that we put our phone away for an hour and be non-contactable. It would freak people out a little bit. I think it's a great challenge to actually think how long, if I put my phone down, can I leave it there for a certain period of time? Can I just stay away from it rather than having to constantly check it? And that's like your challenge with your friend and the cafe. What can we do with these distractions to stop being distracted? And that might be a really good challenge to see a certain amount of time a day that we put it away. It might be that we go for a walk with the kids, but we don't take it with us. Or we go for a walk with our partner or we check in with each other, but we turn the phone off and put it away out of sight. I think setting limits is really important. Being able to say when we're at dinner, there's no electronics. When we do something together Mm. as a family or as a couple, that those phones go away. Mm. I think too, we all need different amounts of attention or we all require different amounts of attention. So I think it's really good to sit down regularly and, and check in and say, how are you feeling? Do you feel like we need to spend more time together being present and like revisit your schedule? Because it can get so out of hand so quickly with work and kids and, you know, you name it. Life in general. Life in general. So I think it's revisiting your schedule and checking in that they're getting the attention they need. Then they don't feel lonely, isolated, disconnected. Then they don't go down that rabbit warren of being distracted and picking up their phone because they're lonely and disconnected. And one thing you've mentioned before, which is about that modelling to our children, how to communicate. Mm. I think modelling to our children that they don't have to be on technology all the time is really important. Our kids are what you call digital natives. They've grown up with phones and laptops and screens and Xboxes around them from a very young age. And they're quite adept at spending 
lots and lots of time on them. If we are able to show them that you must have a balance, that you use them when you need to, but there's also time away from them, and it's really important to have time away, that helps them create a balance in their own lives about when they're going to use that technology. That's a good point. I read a study about teenagers and kids, and we often think that they are tech addicted, which can be the case. The study was on, do you feel that your parents need to spend less time on tech? Do you feel you're disconnected from your parents? And are you getting enough time with them or conversation with them? And 60% of them said they feel that they need their, they would like their parents to put their phone away for a while. It's a bit heartbreaking, isn't it? Mm. I'm even amazed when I see small children, you know, with their parents' phone and they're like absorbed in it and they're out at a restaurant. And I can see the parents feel it's a way to quieten that child down so they can have a conversation. But I think we're setting ourselves up for trouble in the future Mm -hmm. because that might be the only way that you can actually get some peace is to put them in front of a screen. And I think that we are so used to being entertained continually and we feel like they have to be entertained continually when I think that's when people don't deal with what's going on around them and we become addicted to distractions and like you said we can be potentially setting them up for that it's important to realize that we don't have to entertain them all the time and we don't have to be entertained all the time You can sit there for half an hour or an hour and just listen or just chat or just be still and that's okay. One thing that's come up in some of our podcasts is this need to have this regular time together to communicate about the relationship and how we're feeling. And I feel this is a really important time for a relationship to help feed that relationship and have space to deeply connect and a time when the phones should not be in sight. The phones should be put away so they're not a distraction at all. Yeah, no relationship thrives on autopilot. So what else can we do? Well, a good way to find out if we are on technology too much is probably to ask someone who knows us, like our partner or our kids, and just say, hey, am I spending too much time on technology? You'll probably get a really honest answer and one that you need to hear and one that you might need to own. And then if that is the case, it is to set yourself some limits because being distracted all the time does not make you happy. It does not make your relationships healthy and happy. It does not make you feel happy. So this is about taking control of your life rather than having your phone and your technology and the outside influences take control of you. That's a really good idea. Please check out our next podcast. Ears for EFT. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.